This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for pilots, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's all football from you boys this week because golf is off and it's uh, Thanksgiving week. It's your boy, Boston Capital, with the God of Golf himself. Steve, Sherman, Steve, happy early turkey day. Yeah, you too. Wait, uh, so we're not doing an episode on the uh, Jorberg Open uh, no. later on tonight? No, no, no. No? Okay. What about the Australian PGA? You got your boy Cam Smith uh, over there playing in that. Yeah, I did look at that a little bit, but... Okay. Yeah, Joaquin Neiman, Mio Pereira. It's a good field. It's better in the field than probably what we got at Bermuda. No questions. It's better than <laughs> we got at Bermuda. And then Hero the week after that. So we'll see how that goes. All right. But no, this is uh, all NFL, all Thanksgiving, by the yes. way. Three kind of uh, mediocre games, in my opinion. But hey, that's why we gamble on the sport. It's sports been pretty right. mediocre all year long. So we got some good stuff uh, tonight for you. Uh, to give you uh, some things to bet on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I I don't know. So I feel like Thanksgiving... How many years ago did they start doing the Thanksgiving night game? I feel like oh, it was it's that been, No, it's been around for a while. And I was actually going to ask you favorite uh, Thanksgiving football memories. And one of them was, it was actually the debut of the Thanksgiving night game. It was, I think, the Eagles and the, uh, the team formerly known as the Redskins. And I, I had, first, I thought the first one was the Ravens. I, I thought, I think I remember being the Ravens. It was all right. One of the, the one I'm thinking about is one of the early ones because my family from Philadelphia was in town and it was on NFL Network. And back then it was not carried on any single like cable. Right. Was, yeah, yeah, you had to order it separately. Yeah. yeah. So I, so we had Time Warner when it was called that back then. So wow. we and my family from Philadelphia wanted to watch the game. So we called around town. And we found this brand new sports bar uh, at RIT, a local college here that was open. Uh, I was like the only one open on Thanksgiving night that had NFL Network. So we actually ended up going to that sports bar. And that was when uh, we, uh, my sister and I gave my cousins who were in high school at that time, uh, their first alcohol. And my uncle was happy <laughs> nice. about that. So yes, that was uh, that was a quite, quite a good Thanksgiving memory. I mean, obviously you got, uh, I think uh, Leon Letts uh, falling on the ball uh, after the field goal. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, yeah. He got uh, the Jerome Bettis. Uh, I called heads. He thought it was tails and the Steelers won. You remember that fiasco? Yeah, I do remember that. I hated. I think Jerome Bettis is like the most overrated fucking player. He's, he's, I, I openly rooted against him. I did not like him at all. Oh, I mean, I, I think if Chris Berman never existed, Jerome Bettis wouldn't be as uh, as famous because every time you know uh, Bettis got the ball, it was just yeah. like every time with the, with the highlights there. Uh, you know, and then I re- you know, Berman's still around. He's doing like the fastest two minutes though. He is good for him, man. He's still yeah, got some singers, you know. He's gonna still got some yeah, singers, he, but he, uh, looks, he looks a little looks a little worse for the web, but whatever. He's getting the check. Okay. All right. What about you? What about some favorite uh, football Thanksgiving memories that you got? My mine's the super easy. It's the butt fumble, the fucking funniest thing in the goddamn world. <laughs> <laughs> that was Thanksgiving. Waxing the Jets, like 
that bad and then to have that fumble happen. The only thing that sucks about that is this, that's the season the Jets beat us in the playoffs somehow, some way. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that, that, that's easily my favorite. Um, some of the, like some of the ones that are nondescript to me, like when I was a kid that got me into football, like, uh, watching the lions, you know what I mean? And watching Barry Sanders, like, holy fuck. Like, mm-hmm. What is that guy? <laughs> that guy's yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think my, my one of my first football, the, the Pats played, I think, Oh, Oh, four, Oh five. It was the, it was like, uh, the throwback uniforms must've been Oh three throwback uniforms. Uh, and Brady, like Brady B and Brady, like at the really beginning, I really enjoyed that game too. And the throwbacks on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They've been on, th- they've been playing Detroit a couple times, I think in that early slate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, one of my first football yeah. memories was actually, so I had to stay home for, uh, we used to go to Philadelphia, uh, for Thanksgiving. I had chicken pox. My dad decided to stay home with me, and it was uh, it was Giants Cowboys uh, were playing the four thirty game, and one of the ways my dad decided to basically keep him out of my hair or out of his hair while you know he did Thanksgiving dinner was uh, he gave me a back, uh, pack of football cards to basically sort in alphabetical order my team, and I remember <laughs> uh, I was doing that at the kitchen table. All of a sudden, I saw all this smoke, and my dad forgot to put a uh, drip pan underneath the turkey in the oven, and he almost burned the house down. So uh, there was that, and then the Giants <laughs> lost twenty four nothing, and that was my first introduction to the Cowboys absolutely owning the Giants, uh, both on Thanksgiving, just in general, uh, as we saw this year. Well, so, that's no, that's the yeah. Those are some of my favorite uh, Thanksgiving memories, and uh, maybe we will give everybody else some more uh, with these kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Game. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get any. Mem- Although the, the night game should be. Decent, I hope. Like, should be a, it's a division. Well, well, I think we'll get Seahawks we'll get to that. I think it's so. it's going to yeah. depend. I think in who's starting for Seattle. So is it though? Geno's sucked all year long. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. I mean, he's better than so, Yeah, whatever. We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. All right. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and then we'll uh, get to Packers and Lions. Uh, all right. So listen, we guys are brought to you guys by Bet365. It's the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, and live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer. If your team goes up by 17 points, they cash you out. So uh, yep, sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no sweat bet or bet five. Bucks to get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamepodcast.com, bet365. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash bet365, or use the sign up link in our show bio and problem gambling called 1 800 Gambler. All right. Say no ass. How about the short lines for the other day? So go ahead. That's right. That's okay. I was just saying, so, so betting is now legal in Florida. And my buddy Sean, he's like, just dabbling in and he knows what I do and, and things like that. And he was talking to me about betting on ping pong because he played ping pong in college. And I was like, Oh buddy, 1-800 gambler. You can't be there already. It's been illegal for a fucking month. <laughs> By God. <laughs> that is pretty degenerate right there. Yeah. So Insano asks, how about Detroit Lions fourth three quarterback uh, winning a game? What, what was his name? David Blau, I think. Was that the guy who did what? it? What this was, was I think five or six years ago. I don't, I don't remember it. You did. I mean, you don't remember much, man. <laughs> so, I, it's very yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the way, I think I think you're lagging pretty bad again. So we're gonna have yeah, to kind of. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to be careful with uh, how we tread, I guess, going forward with this podcast. All right. So why don't I talk for a little bit and you just kind of chill out for a little bit. Hopefully maybe you you'll uh, catch up for a little bit. Yeah, all right. So we got Packers at the Lions. The Lions are traditional 12 o'clock spot uh, on Thanksgiving. Detroit is a seven and a half point favorite over under 47. Uh, let's go over some of the injury report right now. Uh, Detroit's coming in relatively healthy. The only one I think on their injury report yesterday was uh, Frank or of note, uh, Frank Raganow, uh, their set their center, but he had a full practice yesterday with, uh, I guess with a toe injury. So Detroit's coming in very healthy, coming off a very uh, dramatic and uh, um, maybe they're looking ahead towards this game, uh, but you know, against the bears, but uh, green Bay though, that is quite the injury list. They got a lot of injuries on that team. Uh, starting with Aaron Jones, uh, he did not practice eight. Word is he has an MCL strain. Uh, he's going to be week to week. He's probably going to be out uh, this game. Uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end for uh, the Packers, he apparently has been in the hospital all week with the ad- abdomen issue. Uh, he's probably not going to play. Uh, Christian Watson was limited yesterday. He's full practice today, but we'll get to him in a little bit. They don't really know how to use him. So I don't think it really matters if he's out there. No, not. Same thing really A.J. Dillon. Uh, he was limited with a groin issue. Uh, Jair Alexander continues to have injury uh, issues. Uh, Rashawn Gary, defensive lineman, he was limited yesterday. Kenny Clark, defensive lineman, limited yesterday. So a lot of injuries for the Packers coming off a uh, pretty emotional win against the Chargers coming into Detroit. They're missing a lot of key guys. So uh, while we kick it off to you, Capper, uh, what, how about we do some player props to start? Uh, what's one of your favorite player props uh, for Lions Packers? So for the Packers, I'd like to read over 50 and a half um, just because of the way they've been using him. He's clearly their best receiver. Watson fucking stinks. Dobbs is good in the red zone. Um, obviously, he gets a lot of targets, but in the red zone. But uh, dude, Reed looked real good um, last weekend. Uh, they were he was driving me nuts because they were using a rush, and he ended up getting the getting the total total overforming. But um, yeah, uh, he's fast. He's good. Watson trusts him. Um, that was the first one I did. I and so I wasn't able to get any lion bets that I really like yet. Like I was going through some of them, and it's like I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not sold on some of them yet. Like like I've got to lay juice to for. Um, uh, Montgomery touchdown. Like I hate doing shit like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I was looking at um, Jameson Williams unders, but he seems like he was getting targeted more last week. Um, and I, I was trying to go for Raymond under, but I couldn't find it on my book. Uh, so that's why I've been trying to tag it lately. A lot of my props is like some of these lower guys who aren't involved at all. Um, and they typically see like two targets a game, maybe one reception and listen, if it bites you, it bites you. Um, so like Raymond uh, was somebody who I was looking at, but I couldn't find it. Um, but yeah, so I, what, do, what do you got? I mean, I, I wasn't really thrilled with any of it. Well, I mean, so I, I was looking at Jane Reed prop too. Uh, I, I'm looking at him maybe for first touchdown 19-1, but uh, as okay. Sano just pointed out in the comments, he popped up on the injury report today. I think with maybe an ankle injury or something, he was limited. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but you're right. They've been using him a lot more. I actually have a Christian Watson prop on my card. But it speaks yeah. to what you've been saying. It's an under. I don't think he particularly sucks. I think it's a Jordan Love problem. So I, I just I don't think they really know how to use him. But um, so I'm taking Watson under 45 and a half yards receiving. I thought that was pretty high considering he just hasn't produced a whole lot this year. Um, Detroit runs a lot of zone. And it just seems like Watson, you know, the big physical fast guy, he tends to do pretty well against man to man. Uh, coverages, but 
uh, courtesy of uh, FTN. Uh, the passer rating every time they throw to Christian Watson when it's in zone, uh, Jordan Love has a 19.8 passer rating, which Jesus is Christ. It's terrible <laughs> and disgusting. Yes, it is by far the worst, I think, of anybody over like 25 targets. So I think the fact that I think they're going to have a lot of trouble connecting with him all game, considering the, the scheme that Detroit runs, uh, under 45 and a half yards receiving for Christian Watson. Uh, uh, so I like I like that. I'm going to write that one down because what did you lay juice on that? No, it's just minus 110 both ways. That's ridiculous. He hasn't got 45 yards last six games. I know. I I, I think maybe just it's a name, and I think they, they you know people know him because of fantasy football. Maybe they juice the number up a little bit. Maybe entice some action. But I, I did find a Lions prop I did like. It's actually the same number over under 45 and a half. Uh, so Sam Laporta hasn't has been a little quiet. Lately, I think, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. he's going to wake up a little bit uh, in this uh, in this matchup. So I'm going to take his over on yards, 45 and a half. Green Bay has not defended the tight end very well this year. They're 25th in defensive DVOA against tight ends. Uh, and Green Bay also runs a lot of man-to-man defense. Laporte has been very good uh, in man-to-man uh, this year. So actually, no, I'm sorry. Green Bay runs a lot of zone. Uh, Laporte has been very good sitting in the zone and catching some passes. So uh, his over under was four and a half receptions. I thought that was a little high, but I, I think he can get over 45 and a half yards receiving. Uh, so I took the over on, uh, on him. And I also took him for first touchdown, 11 to one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't hate the Laporta thing. He just burned me a little bit last week. It, it's like, I don't know. Goff, Goff didn't really use him a lot, but the, the guy's so good. Like, I don't know why we're not using him a lot, but it was kind of a weird game script for them too. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate that. Um, my first touchdown is I got, I like read at 20 and then uh, the backup running back uh, Heath. Um, Cause AJ Dillon is on the injury report now too, with a, with a groin uh, Jones is not playing. So fuck it, man. 45 to one for a backup running back for first touchdown. I'll take that. Is that the fullback? Uh, no, he's listed as a because I, I thought Patrick Taylor is like the other no, backup, no. and I think the corpse of James Robinson is also floating around the Packers. Uh, is he really there. there? Yeah, I think he's on the what? practice. I think he's on the practice squad, so probably, they might call him up. Well, how about that? Maybe that's the play. He's, he'll be he'll be he'll, he'll be player not named. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're not going <laughs> to add him. That'll be that'll be the any other player. Probably, uh, probably. So, all right. Uh, what about a pick for this game? Who do you like? So I'm just going to, I mean, so uh, I, I hate to do it, but I, I, I'm going to be super chalky. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm laying, I'm laying the seven and a half, man. Okay. Any, any particular reason? Yeah, I think Green Bay stinks. I think last week was a fucking fluke. Um, I, I'm not impressed with Jordan Love. That guy ain't it. Um, yeah, I just think, I think Detroit at home, I mean, it's, man, it, I mean, they are who they, they are who we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. It's not your daddy's Lions anymore. I mean, Jameer Gibbs is insanely electric. Um, Amash uh, St. Brown is just a PPR machine. Like, automatic at the sticks. I mean, they got the hammer with with Montgomery. Goff is serviceable. Uh, Laporte is a stud. I mean, Jameson is the, is the you know, deep threat. They got it all, man. They really do. Um, yeah, and favorites alike. You know, I pulled up this fucking random stat. So, favorites uh, or public size are 30. 30- Two and eighteen against the spread on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, and road favorites are twenty four and one straight up. So, I don't. Do we even have a road favorite this this week? Uh, the Niners, which we'll get to. Niners. 
Niners, nice. Yeah, I know. This is the first time the Lions have been favored on Thanksgiving since 2016. Wow. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. All right. I mean, I. So, yeah, listen, give me the Lions at home. Okay. I mean, I, I don't like laying a lot of points against the divisional <laughs> rival, too, but I tried to hit an angle. What, how can the Packers maybe backdoor this thing or, like, you know, maybe do what the Bears did last week uh, to the Lions? So, I, one thing the Packers might be able to do is, you know, like I just said, they run a lot of zone, and Jared Goff has not been very good against the zone. The share, same thing with the Bears last week. Uh, Jared Goff was pretty terrible for about terrible. three hours that game against zone coverages until he woke up in the fourth quarter. But Jordan Love is also really bad against zone, and the Lions also run a very heavy zone uh, scheme too. Also, the Lions get a lot of pressure, and Jordan Love is one of the worst quarterbacks uh, when pressured. Uh, this year, as far as his yards per attempt when he's hurried or blitzed, it's like one and them. a half, isn't it? Something stupid. That's yeah, stupid. it's it's really bad when it's uh, you know when he's under pressure. So I mean, the Chargers, you know, they lost uh, Joey Bosa early in that game last week. So you know, maybe their pass rush wasn't all that effective. Like you just said, no Aaron Jones. That offense just isn't really they're, they're, like there's really isn't a whole lot to that offense, especially if you're gonna have you're gonna take Luke Musgrave out of that. Uh, offense too. Like he's been starting to produce a little bit, you know, lately too. So uh, Green Bay can also be run on. I think Detroit's going to have a, you know, maybe after what happened last week with Jared Goff, maybe they say, okay, why don't we put it in the hands of our running backs and let them handle it? Um, I'll just lay the points and generate yep. my seven and a half. Yeah. I, and I think they put that half to try to scare people, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. Probably I can't back that Green Bay team. I don't give a shit. The, the Chargers are such a bad team and so poorly coached. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Did you see that exchange with him uh, with the reporter? I did. I did. It was very defensive. He's dead. He's a dead man walking, and he fucking knows it. He is toast, man. I I, forget, I think Stephen A. Smith, because he's just you know a very rational person. I think he actually de- uh, demanded that Brand Staley goes back to D three football. Which, <laughs> I think it's a little much. Five point ta- <laughs> point taken. Yeah, you know, I'll take it. He, he really is a moron. Stephen A. Smith, man, that guy is on a microphone twenty four fucking seven. Man, it is wild. The guy, the guy has figured out, I guess, what works, and it's yeah. talking really loud into a microphone. So, yeah, that is for sure. All right, all right. Well, right, we take well, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, we'll just we'll knock it out, then we'll break down the next couple of games, talk a little bit about uh, the Jets on Friday too. Ugh, gross. All right. Anyway, underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your players' favorite fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, and make your picks, and make maybe make a little cash over Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. We use code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for pilots, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any pilot idea into the Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary pilot optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as expected probability for the entire pilot. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which ones have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven pilots. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Okay. All right. All right. Next game, we got Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is an 11 point favorite over under 48 and a half. Uh, a lot of injuries for Washington coming this game. Obviously, you have FA Ado- 
Odaba, who had a very bad broken leg injury that I saw uh, on TV that was not great. Uh, mm-hmm. He's out, I think, for the season uh, at this point. Uh, Jeremy Gibson missed last game uh, against the Giants. He was limited in practice, say, with a toe injury. He stinks. Uh, yeah, he does stink. Uh, Emmanuel <laughs> Forbes Jr., the rookie cornerback, uh, he did not practice yesterday with an elbow injury. That might be... Uh, he's pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, they, he is decent. That might be pretty detrimental considering uh, they are really bad Jackson, against... Jackson. We'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to that. But yes, uh, Sam Cosby. I, I mean, listen, the Commanders can't block, and their best lineman uh, was limited yesterday with a chest injury. That's not great. Uh, Curse Samuel, uh, who got ejected uh, from the Giants game, he was as a toe injury, but he was uh, practicing full. And as far as Dallas today, Cindy Lamb had an ankle injury. He was limited, but he says he's going to play, so no concerns there. Uh, Rigo Dowdle, who was looking to take Tony Pollard's job, uh, maybe <laughs> Tony Pollard put him in the ankle lock because he didn't practice. <laughs> So uh, maybe that's not going to happen. And then Terrence Steele, who's actually the worst offensive uh, lineman for the Cowboys, uh, their right tackle, he was limited today. So Cowboys relatively healthy, a lot of key injuries for Washington. Uh, coming off a really, truly embarrassing loss, which we'll talk about on Friday. I cannot believe the Giants can't properly tank, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, you guys are about to go on a win streak, homie. God, don't, don't do this. <laughs> we'll save this. We'll save that till Friday, though. So. All right, let's do some player props. Where's a couple player props you like? So I love Howell over 39 and a half attempts. Uh, they, this kid chucks the ball like nobody's fucking business. The last, so since one, two, his last six games, he's thrown 45, 44, 45, 52, and 42 times. So over 39 and a half on a game, they should be getting drubbed on. Uh, yeah, I love it. He's only gone under that number twice this year. So I love that. Uh, I think they're going to be behind playing catch up. They're going to chuck the ball. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I just love that one. Okay. All right. And Sanders just mentioned, uh, can they make CD Lamb props high enough? Honestly, I saw one earlier at only 89 and a half yards receiving, and I pounded that. Uh, yeah, Washington like is number 32 in DVOA defensive against number one receivers. Their secondary sinks. I just mentioned that Emmanuel Forbes didn't practice today. Um, I mean, considering they let Tommy DeVito throw all over them uh, <laughs> last week. I mean, what is Dak Prescott going to do? So, uh, CV lamb. I, th- I think, I think the real line is probably, I, it's probably going to settle around like 96 and a half yards. I, he's going to go over a hundred in this yeah. game. Like I see it's going to be like a nine catch hundred and, 30 yard, like a touchdown, you know, performance for him this, this week. So, like uh, so take the chalk CD lamb over receiving yards. Like it. So okay. I, I took a different receiver. Uh, it seems to be getting more involved. He had a huge game against your, your giants a couple weeks ago. Uh, I mean, every, everybody, everybody did. Well, he had a really huge game. Brandon cooks. Um, so he went what, nine for one seventy three in the touchdown. So, um, mm-hmm. he seems to be getting more involved. Michael Gallup is washed. These things. Um, and so he's, he consistently gets, you know, around four targets a, a game. So I think he can turn those four targets, uh, into 35 and a half yards. And I think this secondary on Washington's so, so, so bad that I think he'll, I think he'll easily get over that 35 and a half, maybe on one cat. Okay. All right. How about a Washington prop, which is dangerous to, uh, you know, all right. So you have the Sam Howell attempts one. Um, so Dallas is going to bring the heat. They're going to bring the blitz. Obviously, Washington can't block anything. Sam Howell has been one of the most pressured quarterbacks uh, in the league. Uh, Dallas runs a lot of man-to-man defense, too. And actually, the only 
receiver on Washington who's tended to do very well against man-to-man is Logan Thomas or tight end. Uh, I can see if, you know, Howell's getting a lot of pressure in his face. He just dumps it off to uh, Logan Thomas for you know, a couple chunk plays. So uh, in Dallas, actually, they've been pretty good in their secondary overall this year, but they haven't defended the tight end all that great. So yeah. uh, I want Logan Thomas over 37 and a half yards receiving. Or if you want to parlay that with any time touchdown, Logan Thomas with any time touchdown plus 410. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. And, yeah, yeah, Thomas Thomas props is one I need to look a little more into. I like him at first touchdown, 25 to 1. Yep, Dude, I, got getting, that, I got that too. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was the Robinson and Thomas show last week. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like McLaurin didn't get there. I guess Dotson got there a little bit, but yeah, I feel like I feel like it was the Thomas Robinson show. Where did Robinson come from, by the way? He actually looked fucking good. Well, it's because Antonio Gibson is not there to catch the passes, so they got to have Robinson come out of the backfield. He's he's adept. He's he he definitely uh, is good. I mean, he's not all that shifty, but once he gets going, I mean, he's pretty quick. Yeah, he's, he's moving. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There you go. All right. Any other first touchdowns you got? So I, I also have Logan Thomas. What about you? Any, any uh, so I got Ferguson on on Dallas. All the Dallas numbers are so fucking short. So I took I Ferguson at twelve. Okay. All right. I mean, I I I took I took Lamb at plus six fifty, and then a little bit on Ferguson twelve to one, and Logan Thomas twenty five to one. Yeah, so perfect. I I, 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 saw, I, I thought I, I got Robinson at twelve. I thought that number was stupid for a starting running back. Yeah, I just. I think Dallas is going to march down the field, and I think Lamb's going to score the opening touchdown. I was like, you know, I, I just <laughs> yeah. kind of want that in my card. Uh, a bonus bet. Uh, how about Dallas right. defenses, uh, defensive touchdown anytime plus 410, considering Howell turned it over six, six times last week? Yeah, like that. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. Uh, if you can find a Sam Howell over on interceptions, probably have to lay juice on it, but... Kind of like that. I that early. It was, it was like it was like super heavy juice to me. All right, that's why I passed on it. Okay, all right. And then what's your uh, what's your pick for the game? Man, I am so fucking torn on this game. Yeah, so over a half is minus one eighty two on same. <laughs> hey, what, what did a very famous uh, drunk guy say one time uh, during the night? Juice only matters if you lose, baby. That's there it. you go. All right, lay lose. the juice. So I am one hundred percent torn in this game because every part of my body says Dallas is just going to fucking curb stop them, right? But mm-hmm. they're 1-11 and 11 against the spread on Thanksgiving. That is a serious trend. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't... I don't I don't know if... I don't think I'm going to... I think I'm just going to bet props in this game. I think I'm just going to leave this total alone or the side alone. Like, yeah, I just... If I guess gun to my head, I guess I take Washington just based on ATS and football is funny and shit like that sticks for whatever reason but yeah it's gross i don't i wouldn't like it yeah Yeah. so here's a couple trends so the last time dallas played washington on thanksgiving was uh 2020 but andy dalton was quarterback i remember that that. and they they got crushed uh the last three times dallas has played washington at home when dak has been quarterback uh 2019 they won 47 to 16 uh, 2021, they won 56 to 14, and 2022, they won by just a measly 25 to 10. Uh, and Dallas has been just demolishing really bad teams at home this year. Uh, they have beaten the Jets, Patriots, Rams, and Giants by a combined 160 to 50 Jesus this Christ. year. So, like, I mean, like, you got that playing against you. Yes, you get Dallas really bad on Thanksgiving, but you also have Dallas just curb stomping 
bad teams at home this year. And also just Dak curb stomping Washington at home. Yeah. Yeah. Washington can't protect Howell. You know, Washington can't defend number one receivers. Is this Ron Rivera's last game? You got a 10 day layoff between now and their next game. Maybe if they get curb stomped here, Rivera's out and they go to be enemy, just see, try him out, see if he can be head coaching material. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to bet the game either, but I, I think I would, I would side with Dallas minus 11. I'm just going to keep riding Dallas crushing bad teams at home. The thing, I yeah, I, I, yeah, listen, I can, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, maybe teaser, maybe they're Dallas in a teaser. Dallas, Dallas, I mean, you could just do the chalk, chalk special, right? Like that. I feel like that's that hit last year. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't hit the year before that. Just throw, throw them all. Uh, six point teaser and call it a fucking day. Well, not call it. Yeah, day, but enjoy that. But yeah, because um, Dallas played the Giants last year, and that was uh, Giants and have Saquon Barkley in Dallas. Yeah, actually, no, the Giants covered. Covered. Yeah, with covered. four seconds left. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good teams yeah, win. Man. Great teams cover, and uh, that Let's Giants team was uh, yep. was a great team last year. <laughs> that is a fact. So I found uh so two my brain is so bad. So 2006 was the first Thursday night game. Okay. And it yep. was Broncos Chiefs. Oh, okay. Hmm. That was driving me nuts. I had to look it up. Um yeah, so it seems like yesterday, but what is that fucking 16 years four, 17 years ago? Yeah, 17 years ago. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anybody anybody uh, born then is is making is doing college applications right now. Yeah. Uh, that's gross. Yeah, so all right, let's go to the nightcap. Nightcap. So San Francisco at Seattle. Um, Seattle is a six and a half point underdog at home. Uh, San Francisco just lost their safety, uh, Talanoa Hufanaga. He's done for the year, right? He's done for the year. Uh, they got a couple other uh, injuries on their offensive line. I think their two guards uh, were they didn't practice yesterday. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Javon Hargrave, their talented defensive tackle. He's got a thumb injury. He's limited. He'll he'll go, though. Uh, so that's their injury report. Seattle, though, this is a really ugly injury report. Uh, both, yeah, both starting cornerbacks yesterday were limited with injuries. That's not great. Uh, Geno Smith did not practice yesterday. Uh, Pete Carroll is wishy-washy on if he's going to play or not. I don't ever trust anything he says about injuries coming out of his mouth, though. He's is a good <laughs> liar. Um I would say it's probably 50-50 uh, right here. Uh, Kenneth Walker, I don't think he's playing at all. Uh, he didn't practice. You know, Charbonnet is okay. Uh, you know, he looks, he had some flashes on uh, last Sunday. We'll see if he can carry the load. Yeah, he's, he's okay. I, I know I know you want to will, will to be good because you picked him like a guillotine. So I know you. Oh, I don't care about that. If I'm starting him, I'm in fucking trouble. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Kenneth Walker did not practice yesterday. Uh, Jamal Adams sat out last yesterday. He might play this week. They're hoping with rest he get him ready for this, but he's banged up. Uh, Tyler Lockett was limited with a hamstring injury. I just got a notification on my phone that DK Metcalf. Uh, status from change from healthy to questionable. That's not great for my fans. He's been team. nursing, He's been nursing something the last like three or four weeks too. All right. Well, then this whole team is basically banged up. A lot of key, key players are banged up coming yep. to this matchup. So that's not good. Nope. Uh, all right. Why don't we go to you? What a couple of player props you like? So I like, uh, I like Fant. Noah Fant under 16 and a half. They never look at this dude. 
ever, ever. They never look at this guy. He's a, he's a stud of an athlete and they never look at him. He hasn't gone over 16 and a half in the last like five games. They don't look at him and they're not going to start looking at him now. So give me under 16 and a half. No fan. And okay. I can't, so here's the deal. I can't find reception props on this game yet because I'm too lazy to go to the national books. I just use my book. Um, so, uh, I would imagine it's one and a half lane juice. I would probably probably be good with that. At least throwing in like the same game parlay. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll talk about another tight end. Yeah. Let's talk about George Kittle. Yes. So oh, his his too. yardage uh, over was was forty eight and a half. Yeah, too low. I thought that was really low. Yeah, I thought that was really low. He's been playing a lot better lately. I think he's got at least seventy yards. I think three of his last four games. Uh, Seattle has not defended the tight end very well this year. They have not defended man-to-man. They have not been very good at man-to-man coverage this year. And Kittle's been absolutely destroying man-to-man coverage uh, anytime he's been uh, uh, you know, thrown to in that scheme. Uh, Brock Perry's passer rating thrown to George Kittle uh, when he's in man-to-man is 149. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, yeah, so I'll take a George Kittle over 48 and a half yards receiving. He's got, I think, two touchdowns in his last two games against Seattle as well. So parlay. Yeah. Uh, over 48 and a half yards, anytime touchdown for George Kittle is plus 275. Like it. So, like it. Okay. Yeah. Right, what's I like another one? So, I have, yeah, so I didn't get a good number as you. Uh, so, I got him at uh, 50 and a half, but I was, that was fucking too low. Whatever. Uh, so, I got Kittle over 50 and a half. Okay. And same thing. I, I don't have, what, what's his reception number? I imagine what? It's probably four and a half. It's four and a half. I, I just, I just took the, uh, yeah, it's one of those. So. I'll just stay away from, yeah. Yeah. He's also yeah. a guy, too. That, like, he can take one 60 yards and just on one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to mess around with the uh, the receptions one there. Um, all right. So uh, speaking of Brock Purdy, so Seattle, I just mentioned, really bad against man-to-man de- uh, when they're in man-to-man defense. One of the highest completion uh, percentages allowed uh, when they're in man-to-man. And Brock Purdy has been absolutely destroying teams when uh, he's facing man-to-man coverage, one of the highest pass ratings in the league. Um, I, and his over-under on uh, p- passing touchdowns is only one and a half. I took the over on one and a half passing touchdowns. I think he's going to have a good game through the air. Um, I think he's going to have no like trouble it. against this uh, secondary, especially with all the injuries they seem to have. So over yeah. one and a half passing touchdowns for Brock Purdy. Okay. All right. So I took another under on Juwan Jennings. Uh, talk about a guy who is never involved. Um, and you can get him for under 15 and a half yards. It's like minus 115. Uh, so his targets over the last three games, one, two, Zero. He has one reception over his last three games for eight yards. So I'm good. I will take the under and I'll be taking the under in receptions as well. Okay. All right. How about any first touchdown props you got? So uh Ayuk can Kittle, uh both ten one. And then my fun one, uh Macintosh at forty five to one. Another backup running back uh who Pete Carroll talked about. He said he's moving to the front of the line, was the quote, <laughs> with Walker being hurt. So, listen, I don't know if they score the first touchdown, but if I can get 45 to 1 on a guy who might be getting a goal line carry all day, every day, 45 to 1, Macintosh, let's go. Okay. All right. I also am on Kittle 9 to 1 for first touchdown for a lot of reasons I talked about earlier. Uh, how about San Francisco defense 23 to 1 first touchdown, especially if Drew Locke is the quarterback? And this is what I wanted to talk about. So I had uh, that game on in the quad box. Actually, it was the tri box. It was only three, four, 30 games last week. Um, Drew Locke still sucks. And a couple, yeah, a couple passes he still threw just were nowhere even closer intended receiver 
Uh, I can definitely see if he is starting this game, just throws a lazy out pass, you know, to the sideline. San Francisco picks it off, takes to the house, seven nothing real early on. Uh, 23, 23 to one for San Francisco defense first touchdown. I like it. I love that. Yep. All right. And what's your pick in the game? I'm I'm laying the points. Six and a half. I think it moved to seven. I got it at six and a half, but I still bet it at seven too. I don't care if it's road favorite. I do not care. Okay. Um, I'm probably gonna wait until basically with this injury report shakes out. If Gino's gonna play and this injury report kind of gets a little better, I would consider betting Seattle plus six and a half. The, Seattle's dominated the Niners at home. Uh, at least ATS over the last like decade or so. Mm. Um, so, but if it's if it's Drew Lock though, I think I'm with you. I, I, I it's I'm just going to lay the points to six and a half for San Francisco. I, I don't see how that offense is functional, and I don't think the defense can do enough to uh, keep San Francisco from not pulling away. So, depending who's starting, if it's Drew Lock, I'm going to lay the points with San Francisco. If it's if it's Geno, I might consider take uh, taking the points there. I like it. So I was looking. I can't even find defensive anytime touchdowns. But what what you parlay Dallas and San Fran anytime touchdown? What is that? Oh, that probably would pay. What's part? What's plus four hundred parlayed? I don't know. All right, whatever. I was so, told to be on that. Someone else check that out. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have much for Miami, the Jets, because uh, there wasn't a lot of props out right now. Miami is a, a 10 point favorite on the road against the Jets. You got Tim Boyle starting. Uh, what do you know about Jets. that guy? So he played. Uh, I remember betting or taking the I think the Browns against the Lions in Survivor when Boyle was starting and Boyle. What fucking okay. year was that? That was 2021. He started, I think, three games that year. Um, he did okay. Mm. He, he, he did a good job finding Amon Ross St. Brown, especially towards the end of the year. Like St. Brown actually had some good games uh, with Boyle under center. So maybe Garrett Wilson is not totally dead. Maybe the fact that they finally were going to move on from Zach Wilson, maybe that locker room just breathed a sigh of relief and... I don't know. I mean, 10 points is a lot for a road, you know, underdogs. It's Miami who doesn't have a good defense and they still got Brees Hall. I think it's a lot of points. I think it's a lot of points too. I'm really torn on what to do because Miami's such a soft team. I wish the weather was yeah. a little worse in New York. Um, but I mean, Tyreek Hill's nicked up. You know, I mean, he's playing, but he's nicked up. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? Eight chains out. Uh, no, he might really? he might play he might play, but I mean like Miami has Moster, they have Jeff Wilson. Like it's just a rotating cast committee. It doesn't really matter who they have in the yeah. backfield. There's no the Jets are so fucking bad. They are so Mackay Beckton's not going to play. That's a big loss for that line. The hope was Dwayne Brown was going to come back, but it sounds like they might Christ, activate him. Dwayne Brown's going to be my age by this point. Well, I mean he's serviceable on that line. <laughs> So, I don't know. The Jets got embarrassed last week. I, gun to my head, I think they're going to rally just having Zach Wilson okay. out of there and they can move on. And I, I think the yeah, defense I think that, shows, I think the defense is going to show up. Two has been making these really dumb mistakes lately, too. Yeah, two stinks. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Something's going on with him. He stinks. So, 
I I'm considering Jets plus ten. Like yeah, I, I mean, gun in my head. That's definitely the play. Like I'm, I'll take ten point home dog, Tim Boyle or not. That defense is legit. Okay. I also bet the only player probably I did bet. I found Brees Hall over 23 and a half receiving yards. I mean, he's been oh. going over that like a lot. So they've been just passing to him out of the backfield. And I think just with Tim Boyle, I think he's going to use him as a safety valve. So uh, I, did the same, I did the same thing two weeks ago. I think I did a fucking Brees Hall ladder and he got one fucking catch for like four yards. And I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. That was his only stinker. Of, yeah, I'm aware. Like a bunch I'm aware. Of Thanks. So, um, so insane. Will Jets score over 10 points? That is a valid point. That is what's terrifying about taking the points because the Jets are fucking trash. I mean, you got to hope that they're given short fields and they're handing the ball off to Brees Hall and uh, and that new young kid, um, uh, Isaiah, whatever the fuck, uh, he looked pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, the Miami's twenty second against the run in rushing DVOA. Like if, yeah, if just, they just they're, they're gonna. They're going to take the air out of the ball. They're going to fucking run the ball. They're going to drain clock and they're going to try to make this game as short as possible because they know they can't keep up with Miami. Their only hope is to stifle them on defense and pound the rock. That is it. Tim, what do you think Tim Boyle's fucking passing attempts are over under 25? I was going to say 24 and a half. I mean, I'm also looking yeah. too. Miami is uh, 30th in DVOA against running backs out of the backfield. Ooh. Like if the Jets just keep it to Brees Hall game, like kind of like what they did in Denver, yeah, they can definitely keep it close. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, we'll be we'll be talking about that on our Friday show. We'll, we'll be recapping all these games. Oh, are any of these going to be official picks on your five pack? No, it can't okay. be. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can throw one in now if you wanted it to be. That's why I'm asking. No, that's not, that's not the point. Our five pack picks is our, is on our Friday show, so you can't use any of these games. Fair enough. I mean, it's, no. it's, I, so I was treating like the contest, like you pick games for the week, but that's fine. I don't give a shit. I don't like any of these games enough to be a lock anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I got right. so anything. Actually, no, no. So, so promoting again, uh, you and I will be live streaming on Sunday for the toilet bowl. Uh, Patriots Giants. I don't know if we're going to go the full three hours, uh, but we're definitely going to go most of it. Uh, yeah. If it gets out of hand, we'll probably sign off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you want to come see Capper and I suffer through maybe the worst game uh, in the last five years, potentially, uh, we still don't know who this is going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick's playing coy as if you know it really matters with Zappy or Mac it Jones. Doesn't uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I want to see Will Greer. Bring Will Greer out. I don't think you want to see Will Greer. He's terrible. Listen, bro, I've seen Zappy and I've seen Mac Jones. Show me Will. Show me Will Greer. I will take the devil. I don't know. Please, thank you. All right. Well, all right, well if you want to come join, uh, we'll have a couple of drinks. We'll do play by play. We'll rip our teams. We'll hope they lose and hope they fail. Uh, hopefully, the Giants do a little better job failing this week than uh, they did last week. They won't. We'll talk about that on Friday. I don't know. I don't, I'm not as devastated about. Them failing to tank as I was. Look at you. But Have you been on Giants Reddit getting brainwashed? No, no, no. Look I, at I, you. No, I, I have a reason. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. All right, we'll talk about it on Friday. Anyway, uh, hey, listen, the year's coming to an end. Thanks for everybody for listening and, uh, and hanging with us. Uh, everybody have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Love to you and yours. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, while we're uh, in a food coma on Friday. Let's go.